This episode is brought to you by freedadcourse.com. You are always one conversation away from changing your life. And the power of hello is something that I subscribe to every single day. And I'm always saying hello to new people everywhere I go. Increasing your opportunity, increasing your connection, and getting access to the solutions to the problems that you are facing, whether you're on active duty or just beginning your veteran transition, or even transitioning out for 20 years. On the other side of hello are the solutions that you're looking for. Again, head on over to freedadcourse.com. Get your five-episode audio course to create more connection, create more friendships, and get back to living the life that you're trying to design. Dory 1, this is Fireteam Delta. Dad's coming home. Welcome to the Military Veteran Dad Podcast, where it is our mission to bring every dad home. I am your host, Ben Colloy. I'm a United States Marine veteran, husband, and a father. We will bring authentic conversations to inspire action in your life so we can close the gap between the dad you are today and the dad you want to be tomorrow. This is the Military Veteran Dad Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Fatherhood Friday. Guys, it is September here in Wisconsin. The weather's starting to change. We've had an entire week of just gray skies and rain. It's definitely one of those weeks that you're like, this is definitely a vitamin D shortage kind of week here, but it's been a great week. I've spent a lot of time with my youngest daughter, who's in afternoon preschool. We've had some great mornings in the morning. Today's Thursday, so I had a field day in the house. So that's something that is a stay-at-home dad. I've incorporated my military field day into the household field day, and so that's some of the time that I go around and clean, you name it. It's cleaned. Working on trying to get more stuff clean. Right now, I can only get about the upstairs done, but every week... I get a little bit better and I incorporate more things into my week. But overall, this week was a really great week. Finding my rhythm, finding my stride as a stay-at-home dad, being able to balance everything, the groceries, the dinner, the cleaning, podcasts, trying to grow the business, all of these things, being a dad, being a husband, these things don't stop. And every day I get a better chance and I get a different chance to try to redo it or come up with a better way to think about it. And that kind of leads me into this week's topic. This week's topic kind of just hit me randomly throughout the week as I, I don't really know how I got thinking about it, but I really was just kind of like rewinding through my timeline at some of the key pivotal moments of what just happened in different parts of my life. And I was thinking about one in particular when I first got out of the Marine Corps. One of the most common things that you do in the Marine Corps is you go, you get your all your different stuff for the GI Bill, and you think, I'm going to get my college education on the other side. Well, that was me as well. I'd done some college classes in the Marine Corps. I was starting to build that foundation, and I applied to a lot of different colleges in Wisconsin. I applied to UW-Madison and immediately got rejected because I applied for, I think, the College of Engineering at that time because I was a generator mechanic, so it seemed to make sense at the time. I applied at UW-Whitewater, which is a smaller four-year college nearby where I am, and ultimately ended up going to UW-Whitewater after that rejection from UW-Madison. And I had a few friends in my life that had different ideas how to get into UW-Madison, even though despite the rejection. And I took a left turn and just went the easy road. And I never really thought of much about it at the time because I probably wasn't really aware of a lot of the emotions that were governing a lot of my subconscious at the time. But to be honest, as I reflected back, I was running. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I applied to UW-Madison when I was still in Okinawa. So I still had 2,000 miles in between the island and the campus. So the realness of probably the decision was also a, a little bit different. But that moment really kind of as I was reflecting back, I was like, I wonder where my life would have been had I went to 
a Big Ten school like UW-Madison, where would I have been with the network of friends? One thing I've often been jealous of people that go to a four-year college or have that under their belt is they always seem to have this network of friends that continue on after life. And I never really had that. If you know my story from following the podcast, you know friendships was something that really was at the core of my origin story. And it didn't hit me till I was 30. And this story is beginning about 26, 27 when I got out of the Marine Corps. Or actually probably a little bit earlier than that when I was 24. But ultimately, like that decision, I was just kind of rethinking. I was like, man, I kind of really regret not just going for it because now I'm kind of ballsy. I just do it. I try to starve the fear. I recognize the fear and be like, just go for it. And ultimately, I was like, well, why didn't I do it? Where would my life have been? There was just a big pile of regret sitting next to that decision. And for me, it was one of those things that I was thinking like, I think this is a podcast episode because so many decisions, if we relate that to dad, how many times as a dad do you regret a decision daily? If it's if you're like me, it's daily, whether it be a, well, I really shouldn't have disciplined that way. Well, that discipline method really backfired or I'm never doing that type of outing with the kids again. They're all different types of guilt, but a lot of that guilt comes back to you just feel, in, you, you don't feel enough. And in those moments, you feel like you should have known better. You wish you could have gone back. And what we don't pause, I think, is what I was realizing this week, is I don't think I truly went back and kind of dealt with that guilt. I think I just kind of suppressed it and kept moving on and running and going faster. But ultimately, if you've been listening to podcasts, the advice that I often talk about is you need to face your fears, you need to run towards your emotions, your emotions are meant to be felt and understood. But that one for UW-Madison, I honestly didn't really process at all. I mean, it was going, it would have been a completely new direction because had I got accepted to be Madison, I would have been a full-time student. I wouldn't have tried to get a job. I wouldn't have tried to get a job and juggle trying to go to UW-Whitewater at the same time, which didn't end up working out very well. I only stayed there about a year and then I transferred to a small two-year college. And ultimately ended up burning out and dropping out of the College of Engineering that I was registered at eventually. So like, what would have happened? Like all of that, what ifs? And I probably spent, I don't know, probably an hour thinking about this in my head. And I was thinking, now looking back, I'm like, well, that was dumb. I just spent an hour of my time thinking about something that has absolutely no ability to change. And through all of that, I was just like, how, how, could, how could I have handled that better? And I don't think I've even really thought about guilt a lot on the podcast or even in my own development. I don't think I've processed a lot of the things that i felt guilty over. There's so many different things in our life that happen and we don't honor to feel that guilt. And I think what we often do as people and dads is when someone dies, it's naturally, you almost have to because that person, that physical connection is no longer there. But when it comes to guilt, guilt and grief, I think are married in some of the same ways because they're, it's a loss of a future that never happened it's maybe an opportunity or a job interview that never happened. And well, you never got to meet it like a person, you still have to kind of grieve that loss. But then also making sure if you just go through the idea of guilt, I was doing some reach on research on this before starting the podcast. And ultimately, you just have to remember learning your mistakes. Like if you do regret that and you do have guilt surrounding that, make sure you understand how to prevent it. That's something that I think a lot of dads don't do a lot of 
R&D or after action review to use a term from the military because it's that guilt and just understanding like how could I have prevented it? In this case with UW-Madison, it's having a complete awareness whether I'm leading with fear or I'm leading with this makes sense and this is logical and this is what I want for my life. That wasn't something that I ever did. And it wasn't something I definitely didn't do back then because looking back, I was running for one. I was just on this path to catch up. I felt so behind in life and I just felt like everybody else was ahead of me, which is one of the maybe the reasons why I picked UW-Madison. I don't I didn't have any connection to it. I had no family members there. It was probably just one of those things. I oh, that'd be cool if I could go to UW-Madison, being the Big Ten Conference for Wisconsin. But ultimately, it was one of those that I just didn't process, and I ran from that decision, and here I am today with what I've got. But you have to also recognize that it all happened, that maybe had I done that, I probably would be in a different spot, but I didn't. I'm in this spot. And honestly, if I were to approach it from a different angle, I probably would have done really well at UW-Madison at that time if I maybe had slowed down, not gotten a job, just slowed down and focused on the school. I probably would have done really well. I wouldn't have been multitasking. I might not have been married at the time. My life and that angle of my family could be completely different. But at the same time, by going this route that I did, taking the path, the lower path, the easier one at the time, I ultimately took looking back now, a harder path. While I, at the moment, thought it was the easier path, now, looking back, it was the harder path because I had to learn how to deal with failure after dropping out of the College of Engineering. I had my grass dry up on me for the six months of my life after dropping out. I'm like, what do I do next? Because my entire life was gambling on getting a college degree. That was going to be my grass was greener on the other side. All of that all of those things, like that moment, dropping out, going through that pit, finding out what is my next grass is going to be greener, that created the person I am today. I I wouldn't have gone to a seminar on making the transition from staff to supervisor. I would have never found my passion for leadership again from the Marine Corps. And I maybe found it in a different way and going through the different roundabout way. But the way that I did it, I had to really dig deep and I had to carve out a person that was going through the trenches. And I was recording a podcast episode this week with Morgan Snyder, the author of Becoming a King. And he really laid it blatantly right out there. And he's like, it takes a lot of shit on a field to make a good crop. And I could argue that if I would have gone to UW-Madison, it would have taken a lot more time to put the same amount of shit on my field to create the, the depth and the understanding and the fruits of my life that I have today. I'm going to be turning 36 on the 20th of this month, and I have to believe that I probably would have been at a completely different stage. I probably would have had what most people would have considered perfect life, the house, the family. At some point, it would have been some version of something, but I wouldn't have had the emotional depth. I wouldn't have been able to understand what's governing my mind. I wouldn't have probably had the insights to help lead military veterans through their life. All of these things came from that big pile of guilt that I wonder what would happen, but at the same time, the life I have today is the one that I've got. And the probably the cherry on top for guilt is really digging deep, whether it be journaling it, maybe doing a Facebook Live like this and just talking about it, whatever it may be, but the, the guilt can best be served when you find the gratitude in the guilt. So every time you look back and you're just like, well, that was a dumb move. 
you have to really think like, I learned something from that. I'm never doing that again. I was talking to another guy today on a podcast and he was talking about when you have bad leadership in front of you, it's very difficult to try to motivate yourself to go through that pit because it just sucks sometimes when you have someone ahead of you that just doesn't get you or just doesn't understand how to lead people. But at the same time, it's teaching you a lot of, well, that's exactly who I am not. And oftentimes that's the same thing with guilt is you learn through like trying to figure out what did that teach me? What did that teach me in the moment to be able to move through it? And ultimately, if I wrap this whole podcast episode in a box, I want you to really challenge the things that you're guilty about. Because honestly, for me, this was holding me down a little bit and I wasn't even consciously thinking about it. But subconsciously, it was there. If you've been following, you know that I've really struggled to find a solid reason to wake up in the morning since leaving my job in January. And I think it's some of these different guilt tripwires almost that I haven't really tripped off and dealt with and let them explode and deal with whatever feelings come up because, man, that guilt can be something that it's really like a ball and chain in a lot of cases because no matter how you lived your life, no matter what you did, that guilt can be something that just you know what, like, I'm going to care, especially you can extrapolate it to worst case scenarios. Maybe if you were in a car accident and through no fault of your own in that car accident, someone died and there was not a single thing you could do about it. But nevertheless, that event caused and took a life. You've got to deal and process that guilt. I mean, those are heavier situations. Or if we extrapolate even more to the military sense, maybe something happened in Iraq or Afghanistan and the guilt or the what ifs continue to plague you, you really have to keep working through these motions. Like for me, I'm continuing to dig into the guilt bucket because I think there's a lot here for me to unpack throughout the last 10 years of my life of different things that I could have did, different decisions, different times I sat in neutral. To be honest, like a lot of the times I was where I didn't have a job, it was I was just a neutral coasting. I wasn't pushing myself. I wasn't starving my fear. I was doing it, but... I wasn't doing it in a way that felt right in my gut. And I think that's what caused a lot of the heartache on the other side of leaving my job. And so again, dig deep and question what guilt trip wires are you not tripping? Because those trip wires, in this case, they're meant to go off and they need to go off because if they don't go off, it's going to go off at some unexpected time in your life. And it's going to be probably a ball of either an explosion of emotion, of anger. It's going to be something that's uncontrollable. And so trip it in a controlled way. Understand, be like the bomb squad that goes in to self-detonate a bomb. They know is a bomb, but they need to make it go away. And they self-detonate it under a controlled circumstance. Take those guilt things, whether it be finding a friend to talk to, finding a therapist to talk to, whatever it may be, whatever you need to get through this guilt that you're carrying as a father. And it can be in any category of life. But I want you to really think about that guilt because it is holding you back. It is preventing you from coming home. And when you let go of that guilt, as I did just now with something simple of going to college or not, or choosing to go to a different college, that guilt is going to probably lead to a few more strings to some different thoughts of different things that are going on. And all of that is things that need to be processed. And for me, 
I didn't think about that thought about UW-Madison. I probably haven't considered that thought in 15 years. And all of a sudden this week, it hit me, and I'm like, you know what? I almost went to Madison. I wonder what would have happened if I did. And it's that little micro moment where I got inside. I'm like, I need to unpack this because there was a lot there that I wasn't dealing with in that moment when I made that 15 years ago. But man, looking back, like there's so many different other scenarios where guilt plays a play. And it's something that I'm going to be myself unpacking more. And if I have any other ones come to fruition and they feel my, my heart feels like sharing on the podcast, I'll definitely be doing a future fatherhood Friday episode on it. But guys, just remember this guilt isn't meant to be carried with you. It's meant to be let go. It's meant to be processed. It's meant to be understood. It's meant to teach you about what not to do in the future. There's nothing you can do about the past and you can only live in the future. And there's something that I repeat for a lot of dads that lost a friend in Iraq or Afghanistan in battle right next to them in many cases. And they get haunted with this question of why did I live and the other person died? Like that kind of guilt. And there's a piece of advice that I've learned through the process of this podcast is that that friend died so that you could go home and be the best fucking dad you could be. And when we hold on to that guilt and continue just to keep it close and keep all the people around us that love us further away, we're not honoring the service and the sacrifice that that person gave us to live, to come home, hug our kids. Because if that guy was a father, he doesn't get to hug his kids and his kids don't get to hug him. And so just remember that this guilt isn't meant to be held on to. It's meant to be let go. It's meant to be understood. It's meant to be felt and you need to in order to come home. This is the big topic. If this resonated and you don't have someone to reach out to and you need to, please reach out to me, ben at militaryveterandad.com. I'm an open book. I'm always a friend that I wish I had my life when I turned 30. You'll never get an email that's not replied if you're a listener. So I appreciate you guys listening. And with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode. This one's a little bit longer, but I wanted to make sure I got this one because this one can be a really big landmine for many dads out there. So guys, have an awesome weekend. I hope something amazing comes of it. I'm not sure what's going to happen here. We've only got one sunny day, but we'll make the most of it here in Wisconsin. But guys, I will talk to you guys again on Monday, and thank you for listening.